You are now tuned into the best show in the universe. The Anthony Rogers Show. You probably wish this was your show, but it's not, it's the Anthony Rogers Show. You can watch this show on Spotify, on Anthony Rogers TV on Roku, on YouTube.com slash Anthony Rogers, and on Twitch.tv slash The Anthony Rogers Show. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and whatever other major podcast app. Just Google the show to find more results. Thank you for watching. Tell all of your friends and family. Hey man, this is Tommy Chong, and right now you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Sean Danielson from Smile Empty Soul, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol Baskin, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. This is Shirley Phelps Roper with the Westboro Baptist Church, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. What's up? It's Tom from Play YTs hanging out on The Anthony Rogers Show. What's up, everyone? This is Rain from Our Lady Peace, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. I'm Baby No Money, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. The best podcast. This is Agent Sebastian of the Cardinarks, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Brian Vanderark with the Verb Pipe here, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. And hey, now a word from our sponsors. Here at Luxurious, we only use the best California pine trees around. Each woody oil and balm contains up to one whole tree. Did you know I handpick each and every pine cone myself? I make it a point to find the older ones because, well, those are aged to perfection. Once the perfect tree is taken down and strategically stacked, it's on to phase two. At this point, each pine is carefully cut into smaller and more manageable pieces. I mean, will you just look at that pile of select wood? From this stage, the BFS 9000 shreds the pines into an almost angel-soft fibrous material as shown here. Here at Luxurious, we use quality ingredients and the freshest pine cones. Get luxurious, my friends. Hey, thanks for watching this episode. We have a couple giveaways. It's the Freeze Pipe Tornado. Brand new inbox. Bam. Giving this away. So comment. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Um, that was a really long intro. <laughs> but uh, today we have huge guests. I mean, they both uh, are going backwards in the career being here, two complete legends in their field. Uh, first off, we have uh, theoretical physicist, Dr. Uh, Peter Watson. How you doing, brother? Hi. And also we have a Violent J from St. Cloud Posse. How you doing, bro? What the fuck is a physicist doing with Violent J? On the show. Is, what are both of you doing with me on here? That's the craziest thing. You guys are, that's how I feel. Man. You guys are both complete legends, man. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm honored to be here with y'all, man. I'm honored to be here with uh, Peter Watson, man. That's interesting. That's what I'm doing here. It's cool, it's cool as hell to be here with y'all. That's crazy. So uh, can you – is your mic on, Peter? 
Yep. Can you hear me? I can't hear this, anything yet. I can hear you, brother. No, I okay. You can hear is that is that okay? It's like nine hundred people. Let me fix it. You know, getting me. I'm getting you, brother. I can hear you. Okay. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, I three. That. I hear you now. Okay, we'll go up to four. Then. 1,200 people watching a mic check. I'm sorry. I get home. Sorry about this, but I can't hear for some reason. I'm trying to fix it. People are texting me. They can hear me. It's just me, probably. Let me, check. Let me fix this around. <laughs> Peter. I, I, sorry I, about that. My check for fourteen hundred people. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, I think I can hear you guys now. So back to the discussion. <laughs> I guess where it starts. You guys think time travel is real or like has happened yet, or like what do you guys think on the? You go ahead, Peter. You can start off. <laughs> okay. So, um, Anthony told me um, to talk about time travel. So, here's the introduction. Um, firstly, is it possible? That's what we're going to answer. Uh, you may not like the answer. But here's the starter. A lot of impossible things out there. For example, um, so example a friend of mine uses... You can't imagine a square circle. We have a name for it, actually. It's a squircle. But actually, <laughs> if you think what a circle is, you can't imagine, and you think what a square is, you can define them mathematically, but you actually cannot have a square circle. It's logically impossible. Is the same true of time travel? No, it ain't. Because it's easy enough to imagine time travel. So I have a list of movies that you may have watched. Want me to start? Yeah. Hit them off. Let's hear them. Okay, let's see. How many have you seen? You get one point for each movie. Back to the Future. One, two, and three. Memento. Source Code. Sliding Doors. Butterfly Effect, Looper, the worst time travel movie ever made, Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> no, that's actually not true, because about a year after that came out, there was an even worse movie made called Hot Tub Time Machine 2, which is so dreadful I actually turned it off halfway through. But the best time travel movie of all is Arrival. And you get an extra bonus point if you've seen that. Okay, that, that, that's, I think it's nine movies on that list. Ten, maybe. Do you know how many there are? About 350 movies on time travel. So it's easy to imagine what time travel might be like. Movies? What else? Okay, so there's TV. 
whole lot of TV series. There's Time Travel and Star Trek. There's Doctor Who. There are, there's Red Dwarf. Not all of your listeners may have actually heard of Red Dwarf. It's a profoundly intellectual English comedy. Um, how many short stories? I have no idea. I'm guessing 10,000. Wouldn't be crazy. So it's easy to imagine time travel. So if we're going to say time travel is impossible, we're saying something different. And that's the intro. And now you guys no. Well, you know, I believe, brother, that um, time travel is absolutely impossible. And um, I do believe that it's possible for, like, uh, say, alien life forms to travel from point A to B. I, I like to think, I don't know how, but I, le- I like to think that it's possible because I do believe that there are um, unidentified flying objects and aliens flying around. And I do believe they are observing us. I do believe there are higher life forms out there observing us. But um, I personally don't believe that any life form can manipulate time. Even okay. if even if they were to travel from point A to B, right, which might normally take so long to get to, and they might be able to bend gravity and uh, travel through some kind of wormhole, wormhole or whatever. I, I, I don't know. I don't have the type of intelligence to make a call like that on whether or not that's impossible or not. But as far as cheating time, in other words, going back on the clock, you know, going back 10 years prior and being 10 years younger or anything like that, I don't believe any living form living life form anywhere has the power to do that. I don't think anybody can cheat time. I think time is, if I can um, risk sounding stupid, I believe time is God. Time is every God, every religion is God, because nobody, I don't believe anybody can manipulate it. I don't believe any living being can cheat it or or skip into the future of it or into the past of it. I don't think any living being can manipulate that. I think, I, I believe anything any, in, nowadays, anything else is possible, but to to manipulate your own biological clock, I don't believe is possible myself. And I know there's a lot of theories on time travel and how it can happen and this and that, but I think a lot more is possible before anybody travels through time, that's my that's my uh, opinion on it. And I was hoping to get into that with somebody that thinks different because I I want to be educated and I want to know about the possibilities of time travel because flat out I don't fucking believe it, not at all. <laughs> I don't think it's possible, and that's where I'm standing. I'm standing with Peter on that one. Okay, you, you use the word believe a lot more. You, I think you use the word belief about t- 10, 15 times in what you just said. I'm a scientist. If I'm going to believe in something, I've got to have an argument. I've got to have evidence. Belief by itself isn't enough. That's a religion. If you, as a scientist, 
then belief requires evidence. What's your evidence that we can't time travel? And I'll tell you what it is. It's that we haven't done it. Four years think ago. Anything, yeah, I don't think you even can do it, period. I don't think any type of magic or any type of uh, scientific anything is going to ever be able to ma manipulate that clock, my friend. I just don't buy it. So, so uh, uh, about 80 years ago, we hadn't got to the moon, right? 1950. And there was a, a very famous guy, he was a British astronomer royal, and he said, space travel is bunk. He said, you can't space travel. Don't even think of it. Hey, how long did it take us to land on the moon after that? About 10 years. So just saying you don't believe it isn't an argument. Okay. I, 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 I have no idea how you're going to time travel, but I can, t I, I can tell you we can actually build mathematically time-traveling machines. If you can build something mathematically, it's not impossible. And that was how people got to the moon. They got to the moon by building a mathematical rocket before they tried flying there. Absolutely, my friend, but... You're talking about two different realities. You're talking about getting to a physical place, okay, as opposed to traveling through time. I can't think of two more drastic fucking measures and and how how different they could be <laughs> to getting from point A to B a location. Um, I, I give credit to uh, human ingenuity and thinking that they could pull something like that off. I'm not entirely shocked out of my mind to believe they could they could do that, that they could pull that off, that they could engineer a craft to land on the moon and, and get to it and all that. But what we're talking about right here, time travel, is entirely yeah. something completely different. And I don't think mathematics are the key. I don't think mathematics or anything to do with math. I think that's people's speculation. And I think that's people's, um, uh, you know, what they're, what they're, what they're um, assuming time and all of that like say it was but uh where would you guys go? one more time brother i said uh if uh if, you, if it was say it was real like where would you guys go first like what would be the first place you'd hit in time like you mean like, like if you had that at your disposal you know oh, uh, 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 okay i mean so then you have to find a better argument as to why you can't travel you're saying you don't believe you can time travel you might be right. However, that's not an argument. An argument is a proof that you can't time travel. No, you're now, absolutely right. Now, there's no, it, there's no use in repeating, you don't believe we can time travel, or saying, I don't know how to do it, because we didn't know how to get to the moon in 1940. Well, we got to the moon in 1969. Now, so there's no li limits I know of to human ingenuity. It's perfectly true that we don't know how to time travel at the moment, but that's not a proof that we can't time travel. Absolutely not. So, it's just a personal belief because uh, what, you're, what you're talking about doing is something I personally consider supernatural. Yeah, fine. Um but, but there are all sorts of things we've considered supernatural. You know, we, uh, you, you go back 500 years and you'd have said diseases were supernatural. 
you you go back a hundred years, hundred and fifty years, you'd have said communicating across space with radio waves was impossible. It, it, it that's not an argument. What you've got to find is a proof, and that that's why I keep using the word uh, something that will convince me that time travel is impossible. Let, let, let me give you one of the arguments, and then you can see wh why you run into trouble. It, so there's the old argument that supposing you could time travel, you uh, sit here, you get into your time machine, you travel back 60 years, you kill your grandfather. If your grandfather's dead before your father's born, no father, no you, you can't time travel back. And that's a paradox, right? So you cannot, so that's one of the arguments that people frequently use to say time travel is impossible. Anything wrong with it? Yeah, it assumes you have the choice. It assumes you can choose to kill your grandfather. If you can't, if you don't have the choice to kill your grandfather, if you don't have free will, that argument falls apart completely. So every time you hear someone give that argument, they're, they're utterly convinced that's the argument that absolutely crushes time travel. But it's not. It assumes something else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. And you're <laughs> assuming that time travel could be something that humans can figure out. And human intelligence can one day conquer and, you know, manipulate as they wish. I'm not buying that because I feel like time is the one element that cannot, cannot be manipulated. Time is the one element, element, if it's even an element, is the one thing that is stronger than all of us, uh, stronger than I mean, it's the one thing that keeps life important because once your time is up, you're done, you know, and I don't think there's a way to manipulate that. Even if there is no God, my friend, even if there is no religion and it's just, you know, if it's, if it's just, I don't even know what the word is because I don't have the education, but I don't believe there's any way to fuck with fate which is your clock, you know, no matter, it doesn't matter when you're, when you're born, you've only got so much time. And I don't think, I think time is the one thing out of our reach. <laughs> That's just how I feel. Yeah, I mean, but, 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 and I totally buy into what you're saying. You are telling me your personal belief. I have no problem with your personal belief. It's just not a proof that it's impossible. That's what absolutely I'm not. From. Absolutely not. Okay. Now, that thing that's popped up is that kind of interesting, Martin Jones. Time is a construct. The present, past, and future are all happening at once. Is that true? If people could jump through time, everything would be screwed up because they would go in the past and manipulate. I mean, what would even make sense if people could go in the past and, and, and uh, change things about the past that, that would have everything in the world to do with the future? And if people could jump back and forth I don't even think history would make a difference. Nothing would make a difference anymore. Nothing 
It seems it just feel. Maybe I'm just ignorant, and I guess I am. But it just feels like no, the whole. You're, you're, you're not ignorant. You're you're arguing exactly the way my smartest students argue. It feels like the only thing we can be sure on is that that, that we only have so much time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, 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 and so the first thing I have to do is to say, okay, what you have to do is to separate your time, because you were born, you live, you die, from cosmic time, time in the universe. Those two things are separate. Your, your personal time is personal. Uh, and what you deduce about time from your life is relevant to you, but it's not relevant to the universe. The universe couldn't give a hang about what you think about time. Time goes True on. That. True that. Of you. And, and that, I, I tell you, the, 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 probably the best book that's ever been written on this is Slaughterhouse Five. Anyone read Slaughterhouse Five? Slaughterhouse Five is the is Kurt Vonnegut's anti-war novel. But the hero of um, Slaughterhouse Five, Billy Pilgrim, just goes backwards and forwards in time. He knows about his birth. He knows about his death. He knows how he's going to die. And it doesn't do him a goddamn piece of good. <laughs> because all he's doing is watching his life like a movie. And if you watch a movie, you can't change the stupid things that people in the movie do. The movie is there, independent of you. I'm with uh, right? 40, uh, 47 deadbeats. I'd go back and buy Fago stock too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with, I'm with, okay. I'm with them on the time trial. That'd be the first thing I'd do. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I sympathize about where you're coming from. I, I, um, and it, it, it is a perfectly sensible point of view. It just doesn't actually say anything about whether time. Well, it's all opinion until proven. I mean, it's all opinion until proven. There's no evidence either way. I feel like, I mean, at least public evidence of time travel. You know, I mean, I feel like it's all just, it's just everyone's opinion at this point. You know what I mean? I think like, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd probably go see the Beatles or something. I'm probably just like, I'd have fun with the time machine. I think like, like half of me wants to go back to the 1800s, just rob everybody, <laughs> and then the other half just yeah. wants to fucking go see concerts. You know, it's like. I, I don't know which, I don't know. go see Elvis or something, you know, or go hold up some trains, you know, like just travel around. That'd be awesome. I don't know if I would go in, in uh, I don't know if I would go in, if I would travel through time, if I could. It doesn't sound very appealing to me, you know. As long as you can get back. Going back you know? it, I mean, well, time, time is everything to me. Time is, is uh, overwhelming to me when you ponder time. I mean, yeah. time is the most powerful fucking thing there is you know it's it can't be dodged it can't be slowed or sped it can't yes, it can. how <laughs> well uh, you see a good example on the screen if, if you want personal time to be slowed down smoke marijuana because or, or put somebody under put somebody under with some you know we were talking about how do you how do you put somebody five years into the future, right? Put them under and into a, a medically induced coma and wake them up five years and tell them that they time travel. They'll believe you. Their body will be older five years, but their mind will be right where it was when you put them out, right? Yeah. And, and, and so, again, what you got to do is to split up with, between mental time, 
which is one of the things you're talking about, and physical time, which is what your body worries about. And those two things are different again. This is a this is a trouble. This is why it's a hard topic to teach because everyone thinks has one idea of time, but there's not one idea of time. Even you in your daily life use time in all sorts of different ways. And I mean, you keep using the word powerful, but oops, I've got a watch, right? My 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 watch tells me the time. Is is that powerful? No, it's not. It, 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 it's a symbol. So what you have when you're talking about time is you've got to think about the various different kinds of time. So there's mental time, there's physical time, there's social time because Anthony told me to come on at 9.30 tonight. That's social time. 8.30 for you guys, right? Uh, so that, 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 that's set up by human society. And all of those times are different. So when you talk about time travel, you've got to be very careful what you're talking about. Have you ever considered if religion is true, right? And imagine living in an existence like the afterlife where time is non-existent. I think about that for a minute. I don't I imagine don't no time. There would be no jealousy because Anything you wanted to accomplish, you could accomplish. You just, if you wanted to be a fucking doctor or a super athlete or anything you wanted to do, you have all the time. Time is not a factor, so you could basically accomplish anything you wanted, even if you just, on your side time, studied to be a brain surgeon just an, an hour a week. Eventually, you will get there. You know what I mean? So there's no jealousy. There's no... um I mean, in existence with no time, would there even be a holiday? How would they even uh, document time? Why would there be a reason to document time if there was no time? It, it, I can't even fathom in existence without time. If you read the Bible, if you read Revelations, by the way, I should say I'm not a Christian, but I have read quite a lot of the Bible. If you read Revelations, when the uh, angel blows his trumpet at resurrection, one of the things in the Bible stated is there is no more time. Notice he's not saying you live forever. He's saying there is no more time, which is something different. Can you imagine a universe with no time? I think everything's happening at once simultaneously, but our body like slows it down. Like our soul, our soul can like this is just like my opinion, but like I think our soul can see like all everything happening at once and um like when we're not in this body. But I think this body like limits us in a lot of ways. Like we only see the world through our eyes, ears, and like stuff like that. You know? Yeah, uh, 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 and that, you know that's a reasonable point of view. I mean. The it's an opinion. Like I, have, I have no evidence yeah. of it, just an opinion <laughs> you know, at this point. Yeah. Just like. No, uh, more than, uh, Leibniz was a philosopher, said that um, uh, that God lives outside of time. Are so you, you and I, I live inside really. of time. time. We travel through time, or that, that's one way of looking at it. But if you believe in a Christian God, that Christian God lives outside of time. And can see all of time. Does time mean anything to him? Uh, it? Yeah, well, <laughs> you're going. If you're getting into uh, religions, beliefs, we we can go anywhere on that spectrum. 
But yeah. let me ask you a question, Peter. Um, mm. Why do you think people feel it's so important to be remembered? Like, like uh, people sometimes say to me, because I'm a successful music star, people say to me, you made it. What does that mean, you made it? What does that mean? Does that mean when I die for another 75 years or something, people are going to remember my music, you know? What does that mean? What, what, what type of, what type of, um, um, what type of, uh, uh, what type of uh, relief should I get from that, that? That people will remember my music for a little bit after I die. I mean, even if you're the Beatles, right? Even if you're the fucking Beatles and your music is iconic forever, after time there'll be so many more iconic bands that you, that your relevance. I, I just don't understand why people feel that your acknowledgement by others is some sort of reward or or uh you know success in life because time erases everything doesn't it time time even if you are the the the, the hottest person on the planet in time none of us know genghis khan or what he was like as a as a man none, none of us know anything about him all we know is the um illustrations and the in the uh the facts that we we historically documented about these people in history but it doesn't mean any fucking thing you know what i mean like we don't know them as people like it, it, what i'm trying to say is my own depression my own um depression makes me feel like we're all basically irrelevant because of time do you get it like if even if you're somebody celebrated when you die and a lot of people know about you what does that really matter in 500 years from now you know what i mean yeah, in no 500 years compared to eternity is nothing it's not even a grain of sand sure. on a beach a million miles long uh, uh 500 years or 5,000 years isn't even a grain of sand on a million mile beach next to eternity because no amount of time can be measured next to eternity so if these religions were true and we're we're, we're set to suffer forever because of our sins on earth they're so ridiculous to me. I can't think of a God that would let me burn for eternity when I don't even remember what the fuck I'm there for after, you know what I mean? After so long anyway. I mean, eternity, my point being, eternity next to any form of time, any measurement of time is ridiculous. Am I right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So just reading these religions that say, yeah, you will suffer for eternity in hell if you don't, uh, you know, live this certain way on your, your 95 years of life or whatever, whatever we're blessed with on earth. You know, if we don't live a certain way, we're going to burn for eternity. To me, it just says that's utterly ridiculous in itself to even believe any any kind of religion. I believe in a higher power or something un, un um something way above us but i don't believe in any kind of organized religion because my god would not send somebody to burn for eternity um i don't know if i make any sense but eternity yeah, is a motherfucker next to time at all <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's terrifying yeah. Think like, man like honestly it sounds kind of funny to believe organized religion when it's making um 
claims like that, you know what I mean? It just sounds, I mean, everything. You know, the first time I heard about the Nation of Islam, and uh, I was reading a Malcolm X book, and he was talking about Elijah Muhammad and the Nation of Islam and how they believed white people were the devil created by an evil scientist. And that sounded ridiculous to me as a 17-year-old when I was reading that book. But then I thought, how is that any more ridiculous than Noah building a boat and putting two of every animal on that boat? You know, they all sound ridiculous. You know, I'm so. totally on your side. <laughs> I disagree with the word you said. But um, I, I just don't think that um, time. But, but, but I think again, time. I think human human evolution and human, like you said, Peter. Human, you can't. Things were considered impossible before that aren't impossible anymore. Time travel, though, whoo, that's a heavy one to to believe that uh, man could manipulate that in some way. I just think that is the god. That is the overpowering. Um, the higher life, the higher uh, conscious or whatever it is. I, th I think it is time in itself, maybe, you know? Uh, yep, yeah, so, I don't, uh, you know, I'm, I, I don't disagree with you. And uh, uh, all I can offer you is a scientific representation of time. Um, religion has its own views of time. Re re I mean, re Religion, almost all religions have some sort of creation myth when time began. They, they have a religion, a, a, a time in the present that we're living through, and a time in the future when we'll be saved or sent to hell. It's not unique to Christian religion. But the, again, you're talking about a different kind of time. You're talking about religious time. Most most of hell was like Dante's Inferno and stuff. That was like most of hell was like fiction like books. So I feel like it was like Dante's Inferno and like art, like you know what I mean, like like art of the time and stuff. I think the Bible never. I mean, it, it mentioned it sometimes. I think, but like not. I mean, in the sense of like where the fallen angels went, I guess you know. But like it doesn't really. I don't know. I don't know if the Christian like if any of the Bibles, you know, what I mean, like New Testament, or Old Testament, even talk about hell really. You know. No, you're absolutely right. I and mean, most of the ideas about hell actually come long after the Bible. The man made, yeah, because I don't think Satan has any power. I think I, I, I'm a Christian, so I mean, I have different beliefs, but I respect everybody. I mean, I respect both you motherfuckers like a lot outside of like whatever that is. But I'm just saying, like, um, you know, I think I, I think I mean, I think the devil's like way more glam glorified than he is. I think he's just like a fire, he's like a dude got fired. You know what I mean? Do you guys, do you guys, do you guys believe, do you guys believe we have right now, currently, do you guys believe we have any? Legit understanding of time? No. Yeah. I think we're all more Absolutely. So, you know, you said one of the things you can't do is slow down time. You can slow down time. If you if, if you watch someone falling into a black hole, that time slows down. And 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 we could it, it, we could build a device that would slow down time. Doesn't do you any good, but theoretically we can make it. So we can manipulate time. No, I'm not buying yeah. it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they, if they could do that, my friend, let, let me tell you something. Okay, my scientific friend, all right? There are three things in this earth that we live upon that, that I believe cannot be uh, defined in any way, shape, or form by 
human beings. I don't believe we have the intelligence, all right? One of them is love. If we could just, if we could, if we could fucking understand what makes people love another person, like that real, when you're in love, you know, like really in love, if we could def- make that, if we could understand what that's about, I feel like we'd be bottling and selling it like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? It'd be everywhere. Oh, make her love you, or you can love her, you refund love at your wife, or whatever. I believe if they had any sort of understanding of that shit at all, if that wasn't purely supernatural, we'd be all over it. Okay? The other thing is music. If okay, scientists... Okay, please, let's talk about love first. Before you get on to the next one, I'm going to tell you what love is. Love is chemistry. Explain. Oh, um, uh, what what happens to your body when you're in love is you get endorphins released. We know how endorphins work. I'm willing to bet that if you paid uh, a biochemist enough, he could actually get you to fall in love. You think that? You see, that's what I'm debating right now. I, I'm not buying that. It, it, okay. Well, well, Anytime I've ever been in love, it was always with somebody. I never thought I'd fall in love with somebody I would never guessed I would have been in love with. Yep. And you think they could they could figure that out in advance? No, but I think they could make you fall in love. Sure, if there was no other options or something like that. No, sure. no, no, no. no. So, love is chemistry. Don't, get over it. <laughs> so you so you believe just that? That's it. Get over it. That, that by you saying love is chemistry, get over it. No, I need more facts, factuals, my my friend. <laughs> okay, so 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 there are quite a lot of, of, of chemicals in your body that affect how you how you see someone, how you handle how your body handles rewards. And, and the easy one is endorphins because you know more or less how endorphins are released. So that's an example of a specific chemical in your body. You could fish them out of your body now. And when endorphins are released, that gives you a loving feeling. I think there's a song about it, isn't there? You lost that loving I'm feeling. I'm sure there's a million. I'm sure there's a million. But what I'm saying is, if if brother, if you're a happily married attorney with kids and a wife, right, and you're suddenly representing some criminal woman, there's I believe there's no stopping that connection when it just happens. You know what I mean? You might you might be an accomplished attorney with a family and still leave them off with his troublemaking woman you're representing because that connection is just something. Okay. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay. We're getting too far away from time. I'm just, okay, you're right. All right. The other, other thing that's impossible, my friend, music. Okay. Another uh, supernatural aspect about the world, I believe that the holy creator, whoever that might be, left on the planet to give us all hope music if scientists could understand musically what makes a song appeal to you in in all of your endorphins if they could understand what makes you musically receive therapy and shit from music right which i do my whole life i've received therapy from music therapeutic it's 
like a drug. It's like a fucking, it's like taking a drug. You know, sometimes I'll be in the worst mood of my life and listen to a song and suddenly I'm totally re coming out of it. If scientists could figure out that type of magic, wouldn't they do that and bottle and sell that? Wouldn't they make the ultimate song and release it that sells 30 million copies because they figured out what it is about the song that, that, that makes people magically connect? Wouldn't that be a possibility? Like, you don't believe no, in any new supernatural? Um, no, but I, I don't think it's supernatural. I, I, um, you, 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 at an intuitive level, obviously have a huge understanding of how music works. There are people at a scientific level who understand how music works. I mean, the simple, I, I, I know very little about music, I have to say, but I, I've read quite a bit about it. One thing is simply rhythm. There are rhythms at work. There are rhythms that to make some, you want to work. To some people, though, I'm saying, like, if it could be scientifically figured out what about these rhythms are appealing to some, like, what made Michael Jackson's Thriller album sell 40 million copies as opposed to this other album, which didn't sell anything? What was it appealing that hit everybody's stimulus that made them go crazy over that man at that time. It, it, it seems like there's so much money in the entertainment industry that if man could predict and figure out what it is that's hitting on those receptors, they would simply create scientifically the greatest pop act of all time and sell billions around the world, right? It, it, so there's no supernatural element or anything in there? I know, I know it's before your time, but the first group that did this was the monkeys. The monkeys were entirely a synthetic group. They were put yeah. together because people knew a formula that worked. Okay, it's not an exact formula. It's not an exact science. A lot of science is not exact. But nevertheless, you know how to manipulate people with your music. Other people, you can't do it perfectly. That I buy into. There are a lot of things you can't do perfectly. That doesn't mean to say it's not science. That well, the, the, you're right. The, the, the monkeys, the, the monkeys, and many other bands were synthetically created, but behind the music itself was a burst talent. Neil Diamond wrote all the songs. That's why they're good. You can like hear it in his rhythm. You can hear the monkeys' rhythm. It's like it's just Neil Diamond songs. But like somebody was given that talent. At birth, like that wrote those songs, that, yeah, so that created those songs. It's, it's not my, my point is, I don't believe it's a scientific ingredient that could produce hits. It was somebody with a you know, with lack of a better term, a God given talent. Yeah, you know, is my belief. Because, because if scientifically, if it were people that aren't musically inclined that could understand why the rhythm in these musical notes are appealing to more people, this this rhythm is appealing to more people than this rhythm. If they could actually figure out what it is that's enticing about music, they would create the ultimate song. So, right? so there's a, there's a guy um, that I know of who does exactly what you're saying. He's called Daniel Leverton. Um, I think he's still at McGill. Um, and he he used to be a roadie. He was in various bands. He was a roadie, and then he became interested in music. And so he's done a lot of work on the psychology of music, what music works and what music doesn't work. 
Yeah, if anybody's an so, example of you are, bro, because like, 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 you, like you've sold so much merch, probably, bro. Just like you're like one of the most recognized rap groups on the planet, probably, dude. I, I, I mean, I, I, if anybody's proven that, I think you have. You, I mean, you have a good fucking method of success. I mean, no bullshitting, you know. Just saying that, you know. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a scientific um, result. Sure is. is my point. I say your business, you know I mean? dog. I say your business is. I think are you fucking so like you're like you're like you're like our generation's like Gene Simmons or some shit, you know, like. Yeah, but you get my point, right? Like, like I'm saying that you couldn't take people that don't. My belief is, you couldn't take scientific minds, right? Oh. That, that are that do not have a genuine love for music, and scientifically figure out what it is about music that makes certain artists more appealing than others. If there's no supernatural element to it, if there's no magic in music which is what I'm debating here because I do believe there's magic in music. I believe there's magic in love. And, 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 and there's, I have a third thing that I believe is uh, supernatural on the planet. I don't think it can ever be bottled and sold is my point. Time travel being the biz, biggest example of this. Time travel, time travel is probably bigger than all three of my beliefs that, that can't be scientifically reproduced. I think sci uh, time travel is probably the biggest thing that could never be reproduced, you know? Yeah, but <laughs> you, you, you're back to the same thing. You're saying you don't believe in time travel. Fine. However, that's not a proof. That doesn't convince me that time travel is impossible. You know, you're someone who thinks intuitively. And and I totally respect that. Intuitive thinkers have a lot of insight. And when you say that time travel is impossible, you may well be right. But it's not what I want. What I want is a proof that time travel is impossible. What goes wrong? There's some interesting shit. There's like patents on it and stuff. I mean, patents don't necessarily mean it's real or whatever. But it's interesting seeing that there's patents on time traveling devices. I mean, that's kind of interesting to me. And then, like other aspects, I mean, that doesn't prove fucking anything. But it's just, but you know, what I mean, but it's just like uh, it's interesting that people are at least like trying to patent the technology. Well, I mean, Einstein actually was convinced he proved time travel was impossible because I mean, he has the first theory of time and relativity, the first good theory. And it, I mean, the sad thing is that someone took his theory of time and proved that actually you can take his theory of time and time travel. Hmm. That'd you can't do it in practice, but there's absolutely no doubt that this is our best theory of time we've got, and we can time travel in it. You know, when you say that somebody falling into a black hole yeah. is, is definitely slowing down time, isn't that yeah. in itself? Isn't that in itself a theory, though? Uh, you can see the evidence for that. So, uh, I mean, the, the, the first experiment that was done on this, someone took a clock and flew it around the world, and that clock runs at a different speed from a clock sitting in your, uh, in your office. So time, when you're moving around the world, runs at a different speed. You don't believe me? Do you use GPS? Everyone uses GPS, right? Mm -hmm. GPS only works because we know that time for the satellites that give you GPS work at a different rate from the time in your car. We know that time gets distorted. Otherwise, GPS wouldn't work. I know I travel a lot. Sorry? 
I noticed that in travel a lot. Like, yeah, like time seems different. Like when you go to different like states and locations of the of like, I mean, wherever you're at, like time does seem different. Yeah. I mean, like like when I was when I was in Hawaii, like time was like really weird. You know, I like woke up at like five a.m. seemed like a go getter. You know, this is like such an off weird time. I felt like I don't know. That, uh, I uh, uh, and that again is is getting the, the different kinds of time mixed up. That's your personal psychological time. Uh, and yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, fair, for yeah. sure. It was just it was just interesting though still yeah but no you definitely yeah it definitely was uh yeah well you guys know you guys know that there's a um, there's a price to pay to being happy or successful <laughs> i guess there's a price to pay to being satisfied in your life and it's a very hefty price and that price in my beliefs is that it makes when you're happy when you're doing what you love it makes time fly by. Yep. <laughs> and that's a pretty steep price to pay because I'm yeah. 51 and I was 24 two months ago. And I don't know what the hell happened. Ooh. But I know that time flies when you're when you're happy, when you're satisfied and you're doing what you love. Time flies and time flying is a pretty steep price to pay, right? Because that's all we got. So what's the worst thing? If somebody if somebody if somebody commits a crime, what's the worst thing to do to a person? Take away their time. Make it, make them sit it out. Oh, well, you did this. You robbed this bank, so we're going to make you sit out these 14 years of your time. Because time is everything. It's all we got. You don't want to waste it. You don't want to um, bullshit it. You want to make the best of it. And if you're forced to sit in a cage, not only is it torturous sitting there, but you're wasting all that time doing absolutely nothing with time, which is all we can do. And I've also come to the, the belief that material items don't mean shit because nothing is more valuable than experiencing. Like if you run an Olympic race and you win a gold medal, you might have that gold medal in your hands. Your friends can wear it. You might have that gold medal, but nothing is as valuable as the experience. Of winning the gold medal. You get it? Who cares if you have the actual trophy? What the fuck is that? You remember running in that race and winning that medal. Experiences are the most valuable thing. They're more valuable than anything. Any type of uh, material item. And time is the only way to acquire experiences. You know, time is, that's why I don't believe it's manipulatable. Not even in a black hole. I just, I, I'm sure if I had all the knowledge Peter has, I could probably grasp it harder. But time just seems so much like it is everything. It is the overseer of living. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is that higher power. Time, the clock. You know? Okay, so two things. The first is you're in good company because what you said about experience is exactly what Einstein said. Um, so uh, what, it, what, what, what he said is that an hour spent with a pretty girl can seem like a moment. A, a, a moment sitting on a hot stove can seem like an hour. That's right. Yeah, uh, 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 and he's absolutely right. And that's the difference between psychological time and real time. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the 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 other point is uh, uh, me me memory. Um, why do we have memory? Uh, and everyone, 
the standard answer you get from people if you ask, why do you remember things? You remember things in the past. That's completely wrong. You actually remember things to help you cope with the future. You know, all, all the things you learn. Wait, today, wait, wait, wait. You remember things to help you cope with the future. That's that's a benefit of remembering things, but that can't be the only reason. That um, that's what it, it, you you can. So they do these experiments um, on in biology labs where you can actually destroy the memory of animals. Okay, and they're unable to cope because they are unable to, for example, remember where they were fed. I mean, that, that's the simple one. You know, you 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 want food, you go to the refrigerator. An animal wants food, it goes to the feeder. But if you take away the memory of that, they're unable to cope with the future. Wow, that's pretty. The so they really do that. that. Sorry, they've been able to erase the memories, and then the animal is fucked because it doesn't know where to eat or or anything like that. The, the, the first experiments were done accidentally on humans, actually, because they did these deep brain surgeries to get rid of um, epilepsy, actually. And accidentally, they destroyed the ability of the person to make memories. So as long as he was talking to you, he could remember your name, he'd remember your violent J, he'd remember you have an interesting face, etc., etc. He'd remember you're wearing a hat. The moment... That's switched off. That memory is gone. And that's because the, 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 the part of his brain which makes new memories had been destroyed, the hippocampus. So we know that memory can be destroyed and we know that memory is to help you plan for the future. And if you don't have the memories, you can't plan for the future at all. Wow. Memories are, are everything to me. Memories are my whole happiness. If I didn't have memories, I don't even want to be here no more. I don't care about the future. I, it's all just a collection of memories. That's all I live for is to try to have experiences I never had. That, 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 that's at one level. At another level, the, the, the memories you have created actually let you cope with the future. You, 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 you memorized a song, right? You're not particularly interested in the fact you sang this song in the past. You're probably going to sing it tomorrow. If that memory is gone, you can't cope with the future. Wow. <laughs> You're a good man, Peter Watson. <laughs> uh, that's why they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> you know, I got a ninth grade education over here, brother. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I know some awfully stupid people. In the you call me stupid? I ain't stupid. <laughs> so you believe there's a possibility in time travel? You believe we can actually do it because you know by fact we can slow time down. You know that. You said that it's been proven. So because we can manipulate time. According to your scientific research and beliefs, that we can we can probably do anything to time because if we can manipulate it at all, there must be a way to do anything we need, correct? Okay, now there's a huge gap. Okay, we we, we can manipulate time by slowing it down. There's no doubt about that. 
that's not to say we can time travel. You know, you, you said uh, at the it, beginning you don't believe in time travel, that there's a way to do it. But, but notice the word I use. I said I didn't believe. It's not the same as saying it's impossible. That's why I started off by saying, what do we mean by impossible? A square circle right. is impossible. We, we know you can't have a square circle. We don't know that we can't time travel in the same way. But you personally believe it's a, it's an impossibility that will no, never I, ne never I, I, be. I, I, um... If 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 I was a betting man, I would say it was sixty forty against. Okay, fair enough. I like that. How about you, Anthony? I honestly have no idea, but I would love it. I would absolutely love to time travel like uh, constantly. It'd be the coolest way to travel, you know. So what about the Mandela effect? What is that? Mandela effect is that um, everyone has completely false memories. I don't know if this is why it came up on the screen a few minutes ago. And but, you worked at CERN. Uh, you worked at CERN too, right? Yeah. That's yeah. where uh, the Mandela effect like theory comes from, like uh, like the CERN colliders or whatever. Like, like there's like a story or, or something like uh, in, in this. Uh, some kind of Please. squirrel or something got in the system or something and some kind of I don't know exactly. I didn't work there. I just read stuff online. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, 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 like internet journalism. You know, not, I'm not trying to act like I know anything, but uh, I'm just saying mm -hmm. I, re I read a lot on that. And like, uh, they think that like parallel dimensions, dimensions like collided or something like that, where people have different memories of things happening. Like some people remember like logos looking differently and like TV shows being differently and stuff. Like, like that that's fucking wild too. I, I love that shit, man. That's like that's wild as fuck. Like. I, I'm, you know, it's intriguing. I'm not sure it's important. I, I mean, I think it's just as a weird quirk of our minds that if you repeat it often enough, you start believing it's true. What about um, what about Bigfoot? I'm a very <laughs> avid Bigfoot? believer in the possibilities of all sorts of cryptids. Now I know the unlikeliness of things like that, but if you're gonna have a show about time travel and the possibilities. I mean, in my opinion, that opens up so many wild fucking other possibilities that Bigfoot and, and things like that are, are easily um, uh, possible because uh, a cryptic living, to me, a cryptic living in the, the uh, most remote parts of the country or the world are, are more believable than something like that. You know what I mean? But science, uh, uh, science is a motherfucker, Peter. I know that. And you need facts, right? You need facts all the time before you believe anything, right? Yep. You, hey, I don't need to be on this show anymore. You're, a quota, you, you, you're doing it for me. Well, let me ask you something. Is there anything you do believe in that, that is not scientifically proven? No, I don't think there is. That's, wow. that's actually an interesting question. Really? So not even personally? Due to personal yeah. experiences or nothing? Um, personal experiences are, to a large extent, scientifically proven. Think, th th I, mean, I remember things that have happened to me. 
So you never felt anything weird like a like a uh, like a spirit pass through you, or you never saw a shadow figure or something. No. You know fun. I know. Everyone does me that. <laughs> he don't believe nothing, Anthony. <laughs> Well, brother, uh, it, I've I've enjoyed our our conversation. I really have, and 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 I, I that's why I wanted to do this because I like to uh, get I like to have conversation with well educated men like yourself, Peter. That's cool, man. It's fun. It's fun. I I, I appreciate you hearing hearing my theories out, you know. And I know you disagree with a lot of what I say, but um, until I get sucked in a black hole, I'm not gonna believe it affects time. <laughs> Until I, can, okay. until I go through a black hole and I can check my own watch. Okay, but throw away your GPS in that case. <laughs> I'll have it on me. I got one in my watch. Yeah, but, but if you don't believe time gets warped, you don't believe in the GPS. <laughs> until I see it get bent in a black hole. I still believe in the GPS, but I do I do appreciate you and I understand your knowledge and I I find it fascinating, brother. And I thank you, my man. Okay, thanks. It's okay, you guys, I gotta here. run. Much love. Okay. Okay. Bye then. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Cool. Was there any links you want to throw out there before we got it, man? Well, I think if you're watching, he's like, um, see what I'm doing next week. I don't know. <laughs>